Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me. Wherever you are joining me, rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. It was a good Thursday night football game. Um, I know a lot of people bag on a Thursday night football. Actually, not a lot of people. I know the same particular people, um, usually media members that bag on the Thursday night football game. Um, and I'm just a, I'm just convinced it's because they don't like the work. Um, because I found there to be some entertaining Thursday night football games. Is it is it ideal as a football coach, as a player? To, to play on Sunday, then turn around and play on Thursday? No, it's not ideal. Um, so from that standpoint, I 100% agree. But I think from an entertainment standpoint, it's an entertaining, it's an entertaining um, product. I don't really see the, the, the issue with it. Tom Brady looked great in the first half. Didn't look very good in the second half. Look disjointed. Um, could be because they were actively trying to feature Leonard, Leonard Fournette. Maybe they thought, hey, let's get a lead and then let's sit on the lead and try to, you know, try to um, mitigate our, our, our injuries because they've had some injuries and um, they're dealing with people out and they're just trying to get to this 11 day off or 10 day off, whatever it is. So I, I can understand, I can get down with that. Um, but first half, he looked he looked really good. Looked really good. Um, I don't know why. I just Fournette's not finding he's not finding the lanes the same way I normally, or at least I think that you should be finding those lanes. Um, I'd still love to see them get back to using Jones more. I don't understand how you go from being a darn near thousand yard back to not getting carries and the offense hasn't changed. Um, I'm really thoroughly confused by that. Um, and I um, really don't understand why it is that they've gone that route. But, I mean, I'm, I don't have a Super Bowl, so I can't really argue with them because they have a Super Bowl. Um, but in that Super Bowl year, it wasn't Leonard Fournette as the lead back. Um, he was the guy in the playoffs. Um, and really only particularly in a few playoff games. So I don't really know. I don't know. As far as the Philadelphia Eagles, um, Eagles fans, I really need you guys to do me a favor. I need you guys to relax. I need you to show some grace. I need you to understand the situation that you're in. You have essentially a rookie quarterback. He has played nine games. You essentially have a rookie quarterback. You have a rookie head coach who I don't ever really believe called any plays. A guy who I would not have hired as my head coach. You have a rookie wide receiver that is expected to be your number one receiver. You have second year and third year wide receivers who didn't get a lot of snaps behind them. 
you have several offensive linemen either hurt or out. You have a disjointed defense. Ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to win many games that way. But the fact that you are competitive in these games, the fact that you are able to do some exciting things in this game, that should, that should be positive. That is not a negative. That should be positive. And so when I see all of the pundits come out of the woodwork ready to bash Jalen Hurts, I'm like, wait a minute. There is culpability all around, not just for one person. Well, Jalen Hurts was bad today. Was he bad? Was he bad? Or is his stats bad? Are his stats bad? Because if his if it's just his stats that are bad, if it's just the stats that are bad, then you know that happens, you know. Was he bad? Well, let's consider what he had to deal with. He had to deal with no running game. That was part one because it was the Bucs and it's hard to run against the Bucs. Part two, they didn't call any runs. One of the, the, the best friend of a rookie quarterback is an established run game. But he didn't get that luxury. He was the run game. They started off the game with a bunch of like RPOs. And then I heard somewhere that the, the, the Sirianni considers that to be a run. No, it's not. <laughs> An RPO is not a run if you don't run it. It's not a run if you don't run it. So you you hear all of this stuff being said about, uh, about Jalen Hurts. Oh, he was bad. Oh, he was this. Oh, I don't know. If Joe Flacco was in there, let me just tell you guys something. If Joe Flacco was in that game last night, Joe Flacco would have gotten hurt. You, you guys conveniently forget who people are when they become backup quarterbacks. When they were successful quarterbacks for a time, and then they become backup quarterbacks, you forget who they are. You do this, by the way, you do this with, with Fitzgerald all the time. I mean, Fitzpatrick all the time, and he was never a successful quarterback. Um, people always see him as a backup and then go, oh, man, we need to put him in there. People, people are starting to, 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 to convince themselves that they should be putting Joe Flacco into a game. And I'm like, as soon as you put Joe Flacco in, knowing that he can't move, he's either going to throw the ball away quickly because he doesn't want to get hit, or he's going to get hit and get hurt. The only reason, the only reason the Eagles were in the game yesterday was because Jalen Hurts was doing whatever he possibly could to keep them in that game. That's what it was. It wasn't schematics. Trust me, it wasn't. Now, does that mean there weren't some good plays called? Of course, yes, there were definitely good plays called. But the overall, like, I'm going to put together a pattern of plays to help my offense matriculate down the field. Nah, that wasn't there. Also, what I found to be very interesting was how poor 
how poorly the wide receivers caught the ball. They didn't give, they didn't, they didn't bail out Hurts ever, and they didn't make some plays that were right there for them to be made. Several drop balls from multiple different sources. But when I look at the internets, the interwebs, when I look at the at Twitter, all I see is Jalen Hurts didn't do this, and Jalen Hurts might not be that, and some idiot even went as far as to say that Jalen Hurts, that Jalen Hurts was improvising. He was abandoning the offense and improvising. So, I go back to this. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Oh, Jalen Hurts abandons the offense. Not Jalen Hurts um, has to make something happen when the offense breaks down. Because when you say when the offense breaks down, that doesn't blame the coach or the player. But when you say he abandons the play, that says I, there's, this is not the responsibility of the coach. This is all on the player because he should have just done the play. The, he should have just executed the play the way the play was supposed to be executed. So it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Abandon is a negative term. Anytime we hear the word abandon as human beings, we think negative. He abandons the play. He improvises. Okay. When you improvise, that's because normally there is not something structured in place, right? So is improvised the new goes off script? Is improvised the new um, doesn't let the play develop? Is improvised the new um, can't stay in the pocket? Like, what's this new coded language we're going to start using? Because it's always right around the corner. The new coded language, the new language that we're going to use to, to disrespect the intelligence and the decision-making ability of certain quarterbacks. Literally, if you do a Twitter search, right? If you do a Twitter search and you put in Zach Wilson, I'm doing this right now as we're, as we're speaking, right? The search on Twitter, you just type in Zach Wilson and then go to latest. And when I look up Zach Wilson, I see people who doubt Zach Wilson but I also see a lot of support for Zach Wilson. I don't see a whole bunch of um, Zach Wilson is terrible. I see, I love how people are calling Zach Wilson a bust after five games. I see a lot of when he trusts what he sees, he's good. Quantifiable stuff. Zach Wilson, for the record, was a guy who was supposed to come into the NFL ready to play. That's what all of the that's what all of the draft nicks told us. All of the draft experts told us 
that he was ready to play. Out of all of the quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson were ready to play. And yet, Trevor Lawrence has looked bad. Zach Wilson has looked horrible. And we don't see goes off script. We don't see improvises, abandons plays. Maybe they should abandon the play. Maybe they'd have more success. But we see that with Jalen Hurts. Mind you that Jalen Hurts, when Jalen Hurts came into the league, people went, not a starter, developmental, project, doesn't have the arm for the NFL, doesn't doesn't process the game for the neck up for the NFL. The only thing they gave him credit for being is, oh, well, you know, he, he he's tough. They didn't even really want to call him a leader. He's tough. So now, because you're because the evaluations were so harsh on him, now we have to make it stick. The same way that because people jumped on the Mac Jones bandwagon, now they gotta make it stick. So they've gone above and beyond to talk about how good he's been, even though he's not been good. He's been bad. And yet, that's what they'll make you believe. So, pro football, uh, I believe it's pro football focus or, or whatever. One of those places that said that, that, that put who's your, um, you know, end of the year awards right now. And they had Mac Jones up there for um, offensive rookie of the year as if he's outplayed as Lamar, um, Jamar Chase. Like, nobody's outplayed Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is the offensive rookie of the year right now. It's not even close. Now, all of those guys were supposed to come in and be ready. Jalen Hurts was not. Jalen Hurts has stepped in and been a factor. Did he play a good game yesterday? No. He didn't. He didn't play good, but he wasn't awful. He wasn't the reason that they lost. The reason that they lost is the reason why most people lose to the Bucs. It's because the Bucs are better. At the end of the day, that's what we're talking about, right? The Bucs are just better. We don't have to, we don't have to evaluate Jalen Hurts after every single game. We can wait the same way we're going to wait for Zach Wilson, the same way we're going to wait for Matt Jones, the same way we're going to wait for Trevor Lawrence, the same way we've been waiting for Sam Darnold, the same way we waited for, for Josh Allen, the same way we waited for Baker Mayfield. Give everybody the same grace. Give everyone the same grace. Why not? What's there to lose? You don't have to shape narratives by saying things in a way that paints the person playing quarterback in a negative light. When I say when I say Zach Wilson is bad, I just say he's bad. I don't have to make him into a bad person to do it. I don't have to insult his intelligence to do it. And if I and if I want to insult his intelligence, I don't have to hide behind wordy statements. I just say something like, "Yo, Zach Wilson wasn't very smart in that game. 
he made very dumb decisions. He seemed scared in the pocket. He seemed unsure of what he's supposed to do. All of those things apply to Zach Wilson. I don't say, well, you know, he seems like he's having trouble reading the defense. Oh, well, he he, he stays on his first read too long. What are you really trying to say? What are you really trying to say? Because it's not what you say, it's how you say it. I can just be fair in my evaluation. I don't have to make it up because I don't have anything to gain or lose if Justin if, if, if Justin Fields is good. He's good. I said I thought he was he was my the best player in there. If he's not, if he's not, then I'll be like, hey, I was wrong with Justin Fields. Josh Allen has turned into a really good NFL quarterback. He was not a good college quarterback. Justin Herbert has turned into a really good NFL quarterback. He was not a good college quarterback. Ta-da! However, when you people try to tell me that Lamar Jackson has turned into, I say, whoa, whoa, whoa. That dude won a Heisman, and then the next year was the was 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 a finalist for the Heisman again at quarterback. And now he's in the NFL doing the exact same thing he did in college. Sorry. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. We do this thing essentially every morning. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. We'll see you all on Monday.